So do you want to know something I learned? You might actually know this. I learned something this weekend. When a weather report uh-huh. says that there's a 30% chance of rain, do you know what that means? Uh, it's going to be a lot of rain, I'm guessing. That in the area that they're talking about, it will rain in 30% of that area. It doesn't mean that that area is going oh, to get 30% right. chance of rain. It just means that in that area, 30% of the area will receive rain. Isn't that weird? No, I never knew that. I, that is weird. That's pretty That's super nuts. weird. Welcome to the Above Weather Podcast with Jack Ellis and Paul Jarvis. Ray, we're back. Did you miss us? How long has it been now? I don't know. I think two months, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we did record. I was in the UK for a few months. We recorded, I think, once or twice. And that was because I forgot my microphone. So that was interesting. But we're back. We've got lots to share, I'm sure. But we've got no agenda for this episode. This is really a Paul and Jack are back. And let's talk about what's been happening in, in the last few months, I, I guess. Mean, oh, my goodness. We added dots to our chart. <laughs> mm, yes. For incomplete that's data. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it is something that's, that's really cool. Um, I'm, glad that we, I'm glad that we added that. I've been working from a bed uh, for months. I tried the co-working space, as you know, and it was a complete shit show. Uh, people making sales calls, just absolute crap. And the, like, people are nice. I'm not. They had a coffee machine, which was really nice, but definitely not my cup of tea. And like, even you know, talking to we were talking to a friend about this is people walking past you. If someone walks past my desk, I'm like, I've registered them in some way. I'm not just going to be able to completely blank them out, yeah. right? Because I have awareness of what's going on around me. Because if I don't, then I'm. Stupid. I don't know if I'd say it's dangerous, but I like to have my wits about me. I just think that's good practice. Well, I think it's um, like for, a, for an evolutionary thing. Like we were, like if there was like a T Rex behind us, we would want to register that. Like if we were typing on our computer at a coffee <laughs> shop and a T Rex walked by, I'm talking like millions of years ago. But like if that happened, we would want to know. So, and it's not. Yeah, it's not even a survival thing either. It's just someone's there. It's like I register that. Our brain can't not register that. It's just yeah. So that I think they're going to murder me or eat me. So yeah, that was that's been a weird time for me, and I feel it feels good to be back. But as you know, I had a bunch of desk drama. I bored Twitter to death. Yeah, I bored Twitter to death with that wobbly desk. I'm now back at my old desk, which is whatever. Got my other desk downstairs, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling settled. I'm feeling like we just had a really good call. The development team. And there's three of us at the moment, soon to be four technically. We'll talk about that in a minute. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like things are just moving faster than they were before. We spent a lot of time doing refactors. We launched the Inertia Refactor. Have we talked about that? A huge front end. We talked about that. It's a huge front end refactor. We've now got nearly a thousand tests in the code base. Things are very, very stable. Um, Things are feeling really good. We're now working on getting some things out. We'll talk about Google Analytics import, and we'll talk about what we're working on right now with the dashboard. So, um, yeah, so first things first, we're hiring. We've actually um, signed the offer 
with a new full-time hire for support, which is ridiculously exciting. Um, support is blowing up and it's getting ridiculous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you've been doing pretty much all of it. I've been doing a few technical things, but I wouldn't say I've been doing much because I'm, I'm useless on support now. And we've hired someone who's absolutely amazing. I think he listens to this podcast. He listened to this podcast and reached out. Is that what that happened? That is what happened. He heard the show. He was listening to this show. I'm not actually sure why. <laughs> we've never asked him that. I'll, I'll message him later and ask him that. But yeah, he was, he was listening to the show. He messaged us. Um, he seemed like he had a uh, really good experience. We both had a good vibe from him. We're working with him now on a contract basis uh until he starts when you if if you do have to email support and your customer then you'll hear from ash but he will be full-time uh in january which is pretty amazing and we're both very excited for that because one he's actually good at customer support and neither of us even though i did it that's not my forte um and the second thing is that he's a lot more technical than i am so for any Mm -hmm. ticket that involved anything technical i would have to assign it to you and that's not the case because he actually knows a lot more about code than I do. So, And we took a while. We should have, in hindsight, we should have done something sooner, even on a part-time basis. One of the things that I never thought about was that there's training required. And so even having someone on a part-time basis, they would have been learning, you know, six, seven months ago. I never really thought about it like that. I thought about, yeah, I don't know why, but how we've got it now is is fantastic. And he's learning so quickly and uh, things are really, yeah, because it's a for us, it's a distraction. It's a, but it's 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 like it's a needed part of the business, but it distracts us from some building of the product. Or if you're designing, if you're writing content, if you're doing sale, whatever you may be doing, it does pull us away. And for me, it, it zaps my energy. If I'm doing support, I find that if I can do an hour, if I do an hour of support, I can't then go and code. I feel quite zapped of energy because it's quite detailed, nitty gritty technical support. It isn't just like, I like the fun stuff, the stuff where we're talking about, you know, like just helping people when it's somewhat easy. When they're asking stuff about one from today, the UTM with the hashes and, or um, when there's just awkward setups or they can't get something working, but it's not something that we can debug easily. The ones that we can debug easily, we can log into their site, we can look at their website, easy peasy. When they've got a bunch of things going on behind the scenes and we can't get access to that and we're having to debug that, I don't know. And those are few and far between, but they still are exhausting. And my brain just feels so much happier knowing that like right when we finish this call, me and you are specking out an upcoming feature, and then I'm going to be working on some of the dashboard stuff we're doing. That's exciting. That's fun. That's what I should be doing. Um, yeah, so I feel really good about it. And so, yeah, welcome Ash to the team. And he starts in January, which is so far away, but that's okay. It's uh, worth the wait. So yeah, we've been working on some dashboard changes. I don't know if, like, how much are we talking about upcoming features? You even want to go there? Um. I mean, I typically don't, but I mean, we can give a we can give a general idea of the things that we're working on. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. We, we want to make so, yeah, the dashboard we're changing, better. Basically. Yeah, basically, and it but it requires a bunch of changes to the, some data querying, and then with the Google Analytics importer that is currently sitting on a branch, ready to be merged into production. Um, it, Basically, that ties into it, and uh, I don't want to tease on that anymore. I, I don't, and don't go back to an old episode and 
quote yeah. me saying it would definitely be live. I would anything. do that because I'm petty, but I wouldn't do that because that would take a lot of time. <laughs> yes, good. No one, yes. But that's, that's the, yeah, there's just, there's lots of juggling right now. There's always juggling. Who am I kidding? There's always juggling. But I don't know. I feel excited to just work on one thing. I think that's always been something I've just missed. And I'm excited. The dashboard is getting a huge revamp. We've been working hard on that. You did a bunch and a bunch of documentation on that and how it should actually work. So now we get to you know implement the design and implement the um, the spec. And I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I think it's like that's our core product, right? Like the the dashboard is a hundred percent the core product. Like there's other things that Fathom does for sure, but how the dashboard works and how it's understood is the crux of what our business is so we always we we want to do that as well and as easily and as simply as we can so you and i putting in the work a ton of work to make it simple for other people for our customers to use is such a worthy endeavor i think so and i'm not fucking around this time if i get stuck on something i'm just consultants Mm -hmm. like just ad hoc like we did with inertia we had um, claudio claudio Mm -hmm. And save so much time. Such a nice guy. So I'm just going to be asking for help left, right, and center Good. until I get blocked. Because this is really in the depth stuff. Like I can build, like you know, we fathom and the uh, the standard stuff, a standard application, scale that, blah blah blah. When it gets into CTEs and really in depth stuff, I do find it harder for sure. And so I know I'm going to get blocked a few times, but I'm going to be aggressive in asking for help because yeah. I want this. I want this done and out. I'm looking forward to my week. Everything feels good. I'm excited to be podcasting again. Last week, it was a big adaption coming back from the UK, but I had a fun time. You know, it's been, it wasn't really, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to take a long time off because I haven't had a holiday in, in years. Uh, And I just thought, oh, that'll be good. I kind of, I like working. I like having a balance, you know, like I don't like taking tons of time off. I found my sweet spot is having a hybrid mm. like i like going to like we went to uh, was it pepper Pigland? so we did that one day and then i work the next day that sort of thing i like having a mixture and so i don't know like more than a week or two off like fully off work it starts ha- having um negative side effects diminishing returns is that what you'd say me do you know what yeah. i mean like doing doing nothing is not fun for me i like doing something um, and just, just I, I found that I can't just digest. So we're going to places I can't just digest. I have to, like, I have to learn or I have to know about something. And I'm sure there's, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. I can't just, I want to learn about like the history of something. I want it to be, I don't, I don't want to say I want it to be productive, but I want it to be, to stimulate my brain. Mm. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Which kind of makes sense in my job. I can't just... I literally can't do nothing, but I can do nothing for a week. I could lay down and do nothing for a week, but then I get antsy. Yeah. So uh, learn a lot about my holiday preferences. But, yeah, I think we're still yeah, in a place too where Fathom requires you and I. Like not a hundred percent of the time, but it's like I've I spent a, a bit over a month on the road this year too, and it's like it's nice to work less during that time, but there still needs to be like checking in and doing things here and there and i don't i don't mind that like i don't mind getting up spending an hour doing that stuff then going about my day not thinking about it then coming back and doing like an hour or two more and like that to me feels fine like i i can do an hour go sit by a pool for an hour and or for a couple hours in the sun and then do a tiny bit more work and go to bed like 
that to me is a good vacation. So, did you have any problems getting into North Korea when you went? Like, did they you took the laptop? Obviously, did they search your laptop, or was it? Right? Um, I mean, they they didn't. They cared. Yeah, they they cared more about. Um, yeah, <laughs> all of the jokes I want to make are not going to land well at all. <laughs> Uh, then we'll get added to a list oh, somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure we already have. Even <laughs> if I say the word COVID, I'm sure this uh, episode is going to be flagged now. So, oh uh, yeah, uh, don't talk about um, yeah their privacy laws either, because I'm sure they have some privacy laws that like it's funny, isn't it? Think there's actually there was a contract we're doing as part of um, enterprise, and I think there was a thing that mentioned being compliant with all privacy laws, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like. We are never going to comply with a privacy law that invades user data. Mm-hmm. Like, so say I don't know. Say there's some communist country or dictatorship. Say Russia says it has to. You have to collect data on Russians. We're not going to comply with it. It will then be the the non-compliant plugin, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's if, what happens with China, right? Like a lot of their businesses are tied to the oh, yeah. state, and that creates issues. And so, like, I, I would never want to. I would never want to comply with 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 Chinese law there because I don't feel that it has the the interests of the citizens in mind. I'm I'm positive we'll lose customers. Well, we have a few customers that I know do a lot of stuff in China. I'm confident that we will lose them as customers. But it also is a case of there's no way we'd compromise mm-hmm. on on ethics. I mean, that is, yeah, yeah. The the law That's- needs to line up with ethics, otherwise, it's a shitty law. <laughs> like. We have had questions about this, actually, thinking about it. I just can't see a world in which we can comply with uh, like a surveillance state, yeah. you know? We also collect so little data. We have such data minimization that, like, what, like, what could the China... Uh, They'd want yeah. us to keep, like, an IP address yeah. and stuff like that on the traffic. So how about you say you don't it's, have yeah. logs, but then you just have logs? How about that? I like <laughs> it. Oh no! Every time they do a, a data, like a, a data subject request, we send them a picture of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? The guy, uh, the prime minister, the what was it? Z hates. Everyone calls him Winnie the Pooh, and he hates it. It's all over the internet. Well, I'm not on the internet. It's been oh, it's been banned from China. This is a big thing. It's like a meme, oh. and uh, it's like he doesn't want that to be. Everyone takes the piss and says he looks like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Anyway. Anyway, so enough about China. Yeah, well, we'll get our podcasting groove going again. My setup is now permanent on my desk because I'm not as organized as you. And it's just, it's just going to sit here. I'm doing some course recording too. I've got a bunch of stuff happening. Um, I'm like, today I feel really excited yeah. for some reason. I just, uh, I'm excited. After this call, we're going straight into specking out beep. And then we are diving into that in terms of development. Um, I'm shipping the new admin panel that the other developers basically done most of the work on, which is great. And the admin panel, because nobody's going to know what that means, because it's just us talking. It's just an internal tool for myself and the support uh, for Ash to to use. It's been a, it's been a lot of yeah. that, hasn't there? You know, a lot of internal stuff that people aren't seeing. I mean, here's the thing: the stability of a product and a business is more important. It, like, it's so important. We could just wing it and we could have Fathom going offline all the time or Fathom crashing or having errors and people basically having inaccurate data. We could absolutely do that. But we do. We're, we're, 
we're detail focused yeah. and we make sure that things are good and, I mean, and we put a lot of effort into that and it's worth it. I yeah. Think. I feel like that's been like a theme this year on the podcast is talking about how, um, we're, we've kind of moved from Fathom being just like a scrappy little startup where we're just kind of like do what it takes to get things done to well, fathoms a business now like we have people working for us we have internal processes we have tasks we have tools that no customer is ever going to see that we need to be able to run the business <laughs> that benefits them using and paying us for the product right so like there's the app the software that has nothing to do with ours that was down this morning that we were trying to use in our um weekly call hasn't even registered any downtime like I'm looking at it yeah. and there's that there's it says that there was nothing wrong and none of us could access it. Yeah. No, I know we that is something I like, you know. I, I think about oh, you know, gotta make sure I optimize my notifications for when Fathom goes offline. Fathom doesn't go like touch yeah. wood, Fathom doesn't go offline. But it's not t- even touch wood, it's we've got protections in place, we've got multiple reach uh, multiple regions, multiple availability zones, everything's managed. Well it's and it's not our problem to fix, but there's people that are much better than us to fix uh, who will fix it. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's lots of stuff going on with the sustainability side and the maintainability side of things, and I just think that's going to that's going to pay dividends. It already is paying dividends, but it was definitely a pain, and you know it was like painful to go through and spend all that time getting the technical debt paid down, getting this foundation put in place so that we can do more stuff. And now it's really time to just hone in on that. And like one of the other things that we can share with the audience that we're discussing is whether we're getting whether we're going to pull the trigger on the additional developer that we talked mm. about or two additional developers and whether that will happen next year and i'm exploring that because i in my head i part of me thinks i really want to write code full time that's the that's you know value and i enjoy doing that there's also a part of me that says oh maybe in my role is more of a like a principal engineer where i'm more so reviewing code than i am writing code um, which i don't know how i feel about that and this is uh, it's an existential crisis. I think there's another scenario <laughs> there, though, right? Where you are writing code full time, but because the volume of code required is greater than the output than any given human, even yourself, can do, it may just require another person to be writing code full time. So here's, okay, but here's what happens okay. then. So imagine I'm working on this dashboard project right now. Imagine we imagine that we get two more developers coming in. Okay. Imagine they're as good as Ace, right? And everyone's just go, go, go. Um, Ace is our other developer, by the way. Um, if they're as, as good as him, fast as him, everything else. I am now reviewing code from three people. And it's not just going to be these nice little PRs that, you know, uh, small features. It's going to be big features mixed with medium and mixed with small. The small ones, I can merge them in easily, but I still have to check them. And so I soon am in this full-time job of checking people's code, answering questions and giving guidance. And like, there's a mixture because I, I need to think about what's right for the business, what's right also for my life. And, you know, we talk about not promoting ourselves out of a job into a job we don't want mm. to do. Like you wouldn't enjoy not being able to design. You just manage designers and approve their work. You'd never design. And so it's, it's a, tr- it is a tricky one because but is that. there a world where somebody else be could be checking code? code? Yeah. Well, that's the, so that's another yeah. thing. Do we then, is there a world where we hire principal engineers and I act as just a, like a, a regular engineer. They review my work. It's funny, actually, that might be if we hired someone who's actually better than me, who could check my work too, 
and I just I just code. That could also be an interesting situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, or do I just get out of development completely? Uh, and you know, I like writing. I like, it's it's hard. It's hard, man. Like these, some of the things that I'm I'm weighing up. Because even now, you know, I've got to review. There's a bunch of pull requests that I've got to review, but I'm also wanting to respect team review and to uh, work on the dashboard changes. I just uh, there's there are think questions that need to be answered, and they will be answered in time. But we're just very aware of them at the moment. Yeah. I like that we're sharing this because growing a business is fucking hard. Neither of us have ever come to this level with mm-hmm. a business and we're both just working out the right thing to do because we've said like this is a lifestyle business too it's a lifestyle business for everyone that works here too like, we care about the freedom we care about a good job like everyone should have a good job we're very people f- we're a people first company there's no there's no way around it and so that includes us i mean you you don't want to be in a management position i don't know if i want to like i'm not sure yet it's uh it's a tricky one. I like lo- would I want to my day every day would be managing people and reviewing pull requests. And maybe that's but then if the product's moving faster because of it, is that fulfilling? I don't know. That's the fun part of like kind of designing your own your own life. You've got to a- ask these questions. Yeah. I enjoy helping people. I do, and I enjoy doing the the feedback and I really like working with people. I just once you kind of go there if it's kind of there's there's some permanence there um i don't want to be hiring people and then letting them go that's not really what i want to mm. be doing so oh yeah i don't know so what we're doing for the audience right now is i'm trying to focus full-time on development and seeing how that goes and seeing if it's possible so yeah lots of stuff is happening behind the scenes and it's hard to communicate it all and yeah i think paul what we're gonna have to do with these podcasts is maybe tie into some different themes as well because the updates alone we do have a lot of episodes it's like oh yeah we're doing stuff mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah stuff is happening like there's always stuff happening behind the scenes things that people don't even care to hear about like the admin panel stuff there was a bunch of work there, like um changing the way we do uh, subscriptions um in behind the scenes in stripe there's all these little things oh another and like researching various ingest adjustments there's all these things that are constantly happening but uh, you might have to work on some specific themes for our podcast episodes. Yeah, no, That's good cool. to do that. Anyway, it's good to be back. And uh, yeah, hello, everyone. Hello again. Hello. We'll be here more regularly. Yeah. Once every two weeks. So fortnightly. We're, with our coffee. Yeah. Well, you with your coffee. Me with my, <laughs> me with my sad, sad water. 